If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit, or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. Isn't it bullshit to have to question where your food comes from? At Vital Farms, you can trace your pasture-raised eggs all the way back to the source, the pasture. On the side of each pasture-raised carton of eggs, you'll find the name of the farm where your eggs were laid. And when you look the farm up on their website, you'll get a peek at all the sunshine, fresh air, and open space the hens enjoy. Learn more and find out where to buy them at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit-free. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends in this September month. Uh, it's with me, Tom Allen. And me, Susie Ruffle. Now, Susie is coming to us via Skype, although I don't know if it's going to be that noticeable. I hope not. I mean, it's just like basically the listener is just listening in on a just a phone call between us. Well, and they're very lucky to be doing that. <laughs> of course, it's in a special ways. phone call because we can still see each other. Yes, through the magic of Skype. Um, and yeah. the most exciting thing has happened, listener. Susie has had her hair cut. Show us. Oh, it looks lovely. Thanks, oh, it's Tom. really nice. Are you pleased with it, Susie? Yeah, I think so. How would... I had that moment where, to begin with, I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Oh, no, it's nice. So it's a similar. So it's kept the same um, curliness that we had before. Yeah. But it's trimmed, just to audio describe it to people. It's uh, the curliness that we all know and love. The curliness that we've all come to know and love. But it's trimmed now to, what would we say, to ear, just above the ear? Yeah, on one side. It's sort of... And then it's an asymmetric, um, longer fringe. Not fringe. What would we say that? Front bit. Kind of fringe. Kind of fringe. Very nice. Look, how do you feel then? Are you feeling cooler? I'm feeling slightly cooler. Mm, Of course you are. Um... And indeed, that is the theme we wanted to talk about this week is cool. Cool kids. Cool kids, coolness. Cool. Very cool. That was always the thing. We, my brother and I would always have to have our haircuts at the beginning of the summer holidays. So we'd be cool for the summer. Was this a fact? At the beginning of the summer holidays or at the end? So you were cool when you went back to school? Oh, maybe we'd have both. Or maybe we'd have one sort of in June and then one sort of end of August. And how would you have your hair? Um, I always wanted it to be wavy like a football player in my brother's sticker album. But when I got there, the hairdresser would always say, no, you haven't got wavy hair, so you can't have that. So you just have sort of a boy haircut? So I just have standard sort of boy spiky haircut. My mum always wanted me to have spiky hair. Why? I don't know. I think it's something she thought was just quite cool. I mean... I think she's wrong. Well, it was the early to mid-90s, Susie. It was a different time. Oh, yeah, it's cool then. And I was a little bit chubby then. So... You know. How chubby? I think I went through a period of being quite puppy puppy fattish. Puppy fattish. <laughs> Which was a little bit of a concern, I think, to a number of people, it turns out, latterly. 
Oh, they didn't tell you at the time? No. But afterwards, they were like, oh, yeah, we were worried about you. You were quite fat. Nice, oh, isn't it? Nice. That's nice. Nice. Um, but uh, now, Susie, you're Skyping us because you're having a lovely couple of days by the seaside. I'm down in Pompey, yeah. Down, down to Pompey. see the parents. How has that been? Really nice. Mm. Although I'm always quite busy when I come here because I feel mm-hmm. that I have to like go and see my nan and then maybe go and see my friend that has a baby oh. and then sort of scoot around the place and just be seen. I always have to go and find an outfit for the wedding that we're going to on Saturday. Oh. Not ours. Have you fa- have you found an outfit? I have. It's such a pressure, isn't it? I was going to go over to the suit shop in a moment and see if there was anything. What colour are you thinking of? I'm wearing high waisted blue trousers with a pink blouse. No, that's lovely, isn't it? What sort of what sort of blue? Navy? French? Navy. Sky? Navy. Navy. High-waisted. Good job I'm covering this because I might wear my navy blue suit with a pink shirt. So it's probably best that we've talked about this because that would be so embarrassing. Oh, but I'm thinking of wearing a big floppy beige hat. Me too. Okay, well then that's great. I was trying to work out whether my look... I try... I don't know... Mm. I don't oh, know whether I sometimes... Like, I think that sometimes I look a bit kooky. But yes. I think sometimes, sorry, kukai, kukai. But I'm scared that actually I don't look. I look mad. <laughs> it's a fine line, isn't it? It's a fine line. Um, like I sort of dress like you know I shop in vintage shops. I'm almost always in skinny jeans. I'll sometimes wear sort of a crazy shirt or some I sort think, of hat. I think you. Um, tre- I think you. You. You tread the line very well of kind of Shoreditch trendy vintage. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm hoping to do. Yeah. I look mad. No, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen some of your newer outfits, so it's difficult to tell. This is very true. Well, you'll see me on Saturday in all my glory. I will see you in all your glory. Oh. Um, it's, see, yeah. I always think, oh, it's so easy to look nice as a man. Do you think? It's so easy it's to so dress boring, well. It's so boring, though, oh, a lot God, of the time. Yeah. It's so boring. No, but you can put on a cravat. You can put on a bow tie. <laughs> I mean, some people can. Some people can't, though, Susie. Some men, they do not suit a neckerchief. I know. You do, though. I do, and that's all that matters. But we have what to sometimes give thoughts out and prayers to those people who don't suit it. And maybe I've, a top. As always. Um, what were we going to say? Sorry, what? I said, why don't you wear a neckerchief on Saturday? Mm, that's a good idea. Maybe I will, you know. And then it's like a fascinator? Oh, that looks always looks good on a bald man, I think. That's what I've always said. Mm, always looks bow. good. Like, you end up looking like you've got a, um, a, a model of an aeroplane uh, perched on... <laughs> attached to your head. Attached to a globe. That's what it looks like whenever I've tried a fascinator on. That's really funny. How have you been keeping cool in Pompey? Because, of course, it is one of the warmest days today. It's been very nice. Has it? What's the temperature, do you know? No, I don't know. I imagine it's... I don't, I don't really know about temperatures. I'll say hot. Hot. How are the horses coping? They're fine. And the dogs? Panting a lot, sure, mm. but fine. What, um, remind us, what breeds are they now? We've got a We've, Rotty. No, unfortunately oh, the Rotty is I no longer with us. This. I'm sorry. I always bring up... Um, Rosie the Rottweiler. Rosie. But the Ruffy Rottweiler. is still with us. Ruffy is still alive and well. And he Ruffy is a, is a bull mastiff. No, he's a Rottweiler cross Alsatian. Alsatian. Rottweiler. And then, then we the... had a bull mastiff, but she died years ago. Oh. And then isn't there another? There's the poodle as well. Jack Russell. No, the poodle. No, no, we don't have a poodle. We have a Jack Russell. Jack Russell Cross. Cross. And what's... She's called Trixie. Trixie Trouble. Yes. And then we've got Ruffy. Yeah. The 
Alsatian cross. And once I did make the confusion of calling him Roly, but that's in fact your dad's name. That's my father's name, yeah. And was that on the podcast when I said, when you go up to Roly, does he sometimes roll on his back? <laughs> so you can tickle him. And you said, um, why are you saying that about my dad? And then I realised. And then it's hugely inappropriate. Hugely inappropriate to do that to someone's dad. Unless, unless they've asked. Unless they previously asked. Unless they previously <laughs> given off signals that that's what they do. The kind of thing they're into. <laughs> but um, has it been? Has it been a lovely summer? Summer time. It's been. It's beautiful down here. I sort of wish I was staying for a few more days. Well, but it's. You? Well, I've sort of got things to do. You've got things to do. Have you got? Have you got gigs to do? Is that why? I mean, no, not really. Stay down there. Stay down there, love. Maybe Did you I drive? Will. Did you take the car or did you take I the did train? I take the car, yeah. yeah the car, so you've got options. I've got loads of options, Tom. Loads of options. Uh, where did you get your hair done? Was that down down there, the Raya? Oh, no, that was in, you uh, that that in Soho. Soho. It's very much the Soho do you've got there. Where it's you very much Soho? Soho do. Sort of girls, boys, children. Mm. Tommy Guns? No, uh, it's called La Viva. La Viva Loca. La Vulva. Yeah, but I just call it La Vivish for short. Oh, nice. What, what's your hairdresser called? Sarah. Sarah, that's a nice name. Oh, my God, that's the haircut that you used to have. The it's the hairstyle I used to have. The hairstyle, does she know style. that? She could make that her thing. She could. What, what's, doing half ups, half downs on people. Yeah, yeah, like that girl in your brother's year. What, yeah. um, what does, what's Sarah like? Describe her to us. She's from Essex. She's very friendly. Very she dresses. Now, she draws. She's Mad. No, oh. she doesn't look mad, but she is the kind of person. See, she's very stylish. What she does, she'll she'll buy like a Jaeger coat, Jaeger, oh, or like, Ooh. Or like, like a vintage um, Dolce and Gabbana, or Dolce and Gabbana. She'll find it vintage and vintage. really cheap, and she will buy it regardless of the size. <gasps> and then and what? Have it tailored in. And then she has a tailor that she takes all of her stuff to. So good, Sarah. You're not as bland as that haircut suggests. Not yours, the Sarah. She's very cool. Oh, and what sort of cool haircut does she have? I think blonde spiky, short. No, no, it's oh. sort of quite a severe bob. Severe bob, oh. Do you know severe bob? Yes, I met him once, He's but I never wanted to see him again. He was so severe. Um, oh, that's nice, isn't it? And when did you get it done? Monday. No, I got it on Wednesday because I decided that I wanted it cut on Wednesday last. Wednesday last. Oh, of course you were going there after the podcast, weren't you? We walked along oh. the river, didn't we, love? And you were going to get your Raya done. Oh, did that's... Jim, an... did you purple anyone? Um, no, I didn't, actually. Oh, good for you. Um, no, I didn't, but I have been beasting my uh, chest as best I can. It's not made a difference yet, but it does hurt. What does beasting mean? Well, that's something that Scott, my personal trainer, said. Beasting is, and um, when you, I think it's when you just do it a lot. You beast, like, beast your legs, and it's just you do, like, you do it really hard. And eventually will you look like the beast? I hope so. I assume so. That's why I'm doing it. The beast of Bodmin Moor. Did he say beasting in a Scottish accent? Beasting, yeah. Sting, yeah. Beasting. I don't know if you talk like that. I can't remember his accent, actually. I should have recorded him. Um, so I think that would be creepy. Do you think? Yeah. Could Skype him in one day. And what, whilst he's beasting his legs? If you want. I don't mind a bit of panting if you don't. I'd prefer not. Okay, well, he's not going to be doing that then. Right, um, but uh, we were going to talk about cool... Oh, I've just got the train up here, and of course all the signs say you should carry a bottle of water with you, and of course I haven't. What have I brought with me instead? A bottle of gin. My Neil's Yard Cooling Mist. Oh, it is a lovely product. My friend bought it for me for my birthday. White tea tree. Tea? No, that's not right. 
White tree? White not tea. Tea tree, might be right. Tea tree? Yeah. Not tea tree. It's not like tea tree oil, though. No, but I think white tea tree is different. It contains antioxidants, you know. And what, so you just spray it on your face? You just spray it on your face. Do you, would you do that publicly? On your dolly old eek? Uh, yes, I would do it publicly, yes, and I wouldn't be ashamed. And I like to do it like the French women do, according to that film, The Danish Girl. French women spray things in the air and then they walk into a mist. Yes, that's <laughs> true. I love that. I love to do that now with my eau de toilet. Yeah, very nice. Aqua de Palma, is that what you wear? No, it's not. But I have experimented with Aqua de Palma when Uncle Andy bought us a bottle. Um, but I haven't really got it's quite a, It is quite a heavy scent, Aqua de Palma. I do mm. like it, though. It's, got, it's, it's, your, it's your perfect European musk, isn't it? It's a perfect European man. It is, really. Do you know what I mean? It does conjure up an image of a hairy chest with oil on it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm wearing it right now. And it's oil or exactly aqua right. de palm? Both the hairy chest. Oh, and of the course you are. The chest merkin and your aqua de palma. It's a lovely holiday. Um, I do like aqua de palma. What, are you really wearing that at the moment? No. Because I know you've been wearing kudos for a long time. I wear I wear men's perfume, yeah. Yeah, very on trend thing to do. Well, Tom Ford says, I think sweet mixed with sort of manly musk is the epitome of what men should wear, and then I guess the reverse is true with women. Oops. I don't know though. I haven't really thought that through very well. I liked it. Would you say you're a cool person, Susie? No, I think for a long time I wasn't. I think that I'm... I think the less you care, the more cool you are. Is that right, though? Because then we've all seen those people who genuinely don't care. I mean, have you ever looked at somebody who's dancing like nobody's watching? (laughs) They look like a fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I have, and it is dreadful, isn't it? Awful. Awful. Um, But no, do you think it is true that you have to let go of those sensibilities? I don't know. I think dance like nobody's watching if you can dance. So dance like no one's dance like no one's watching. Like the sister is in the Bodyguard. Have you seen that film? Yes. You know when Kevin Costner walks into the dance studio and she's just sort of dancing for herself, dancing for herself like an absolute loon. But she's doing very well. She's doing very well at the dancing, and then there's all those pictures of her sister up around the wall. So she's constantly being reminded of her sister's success, even though she was very talented as a teenager, very much passed over, as we know. Well, yes, that's the thing. She, she, she just dances for herself, doesn't she? She just does it for herself. But then, of course, she's not satisfied with that because, spoiler alert, as it turns out, she's the one who did, who took, <laughs> who smoked a lot of marijuana, according to the story. <laughs> oh, Susie, don't cough like that. Well, that's and, why I was holding the microphone away. And she did a lot of marijuana one day, and then she went out to uh, a bar somewhere in New York or L.A., and took a hit out on her sister so severe that she couldn't reverse an irreversible hit. Do you no, remember what are you talking about? The Bodyguard. Have you not seen it? That doesn't happen in The Bodyguard. What are you yeah, that's there? the end of it. No, they're in a cabin. Yeah, and that's when it turns out that the sister took out the hit on her sister, on Whitney Houston. But then she gets shot, doesn't she, the sister? Yeah, because I think she's in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's the thing, and if you look like your sister, that's the trouble. If you take out, that's why you shouldn't take out a hit on your sister, because naturally you're going to look similar, and so it makes it very difficult for a hitman. And you can't blame the hitman, really. No, they've got. I I won't have that, not for a moment. No, 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 no. Um, Do you think you're cool, Tom? No, no, not at all, actually. And I studiously avoid it. I'd say, if anything. But no, but you look quite suave quite often. No, but that's not the same as cool, is it? That's desperate. No, it's not. Is it not? It's stylish. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. That's a nice thing to say, I suppose. Um, 
But when you say cool, what do you mean? Yes, what does that mean? I suppose. Have another jacket. Is that what you're asking me? Have another jacket? A leather jacket. Is that cool? That is quite cool. Well, yeah, because then I feel like Danny in Greece. And he was very cool. Not Sandra D. She was so square. She gets ill for one cigarette. Or Rizzo. She was cool, but she did just have an abortion. And she was quite old. Did she have an abortion or did she just sort of not end up being pregnant? Oh, I'd never heard that. I thought it was. Are you imagining Dirty Dancing? When Penny goes for an abortion. Oh my goodness, so many films from that era, just all about abortion. Um, I thought she did have an abortion. No, I think she just ended up not being pregnant. Uh, With Kanicki. With Kanicki. Take cold showers every day and blow my life away. Oh, I should sing that song more often. You should. If I had a child and I called it Mm Kanicki, what would you say? I would say Kanicki. Can Nikki go to the park? Can Nikki go to the park? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd say. And then it'd just be called Nikki. Yeah, or, it doesn't feel like a name, does it? No, or but it's probably American. They have names like that in America we don't have. Like Kanicki, and they call like their children like Trudy and things. You actually meet people called Trudy in America. My or friend like Trudy. TJ. Hmm? TJ. TJ, completely acceptable name. Not not in not on this side of the water, unfortunately. No, no, no. Thomas so, or nothing. It's Thomas. Oscar, Oliver. Did you see those names that came out? No. Um, what are the other All ones? gay. What? You said came out and I said all gay. All gay. No, the top names for, for, for babies last year. Oh, no. Is Tom on it? Yeah. Number nine. Always in there, Tom, Thomas, actually. Always a popular name. If anything, you could say it's common. Oh, no, I don't think it's common. I think it's classic. A classic. Well, is Susie, oh. Susie ever featured? Never. Susan? Not really. It's quite a fashion, Susan. Susanna? Don't think so. Sing, Susanna, sing, Susanna. Oh, God, everyone used to sing that. Yeah. Oh, I bet they did. Are you Susanna? Susanna to the sing. Um, no, I'm not. I'm Susie. Just Susie. Always Susie with an I. Susie with an I. No E, no Y. And Tony's with an I as well. The wife, yeah. And she's not Antonia. Is she not? No, she's You're Susie. You're both okay. shortened names with an I at the end. Yeah. Oh, do you ever circle? Did you circle the eye? I bet you did, didn't you? Oh, yeah, eye. always. Heart, sometimes heart over the eye? Mm, yeah, if it's spiritizing. Some it used to be sometimes a smiley face. Oh, I bet it was. Oh, that would do look you lovely. Practicing your, your signature. How often I used to practice my signature. Mm. Doing my signature has not come up as much as I thought it would. Absolutely. And I do find um, sometimes autographs I get asked to sign. Occasionally I will as well. I... I well, did I tell you about what happened yesterday? No, please do. I was coming out of a coffee shop and this very nice man came up to me and said, um, I, did, I didn't mean to bother you while you were having a coffee, but I just wanted to say I like your work. Now, the graceful thing to do is just say thank you very much. What I managed to do is keep him talking for so long, like just to sort of having a random conversation with him. He was so, like his eyes started to glaze over. He was bored and then he like was like apologizing and had to leave. Like was like, oh, anyway, I've, I've got to get back to my, um, anyway, I've got to go. Like, I'm so awful. What were you chatting to him about? What did he like? Everything. Just like anything. I was like, well, I'm still, you know, recovering from Edinburgh. But it seemed like it was a fun time and blah, blah, blah. And you could just see him going like, I don't care. I don't care about this. I'm not, I'm not very good, basically. But I do love a chat. I could chat I all day. Chat. I'm like the sort of person who lives in, an, in, in a village, like a village idiot. Just talks to everyone all day. 
oh no I like that mm. that's why I love the idea of living somewhere that has a local yes I've always liked that or maybe just like a, a little French cafe that's what I'd like oh to live in a... well you know everybody oh everybody knows your name see I think that is the epitome of cool to mm. have a place where you go in and everyone's like hi I think we always base cool on the idea of whatever is in America. Like, for a long time, I thought carrying your groceries in your arms in a brown paper bag was the epitome of cool. I still do to an extent. That is quite cool. And I also feel like when you drop some of those groceries, whoever helps you pick them up is probably going to turn out to be your life partner. That's why I've struggled with dating. Because you always take a bag of shopping. Always carrying that shopping, always struggling through doors. What, what have you got in there? Like a baguette and some tomatoes? Yeah, lots of like and carrots with the green leaves on the top still. Maybe some parsley or something? Parsley maybe, maybe some pasta, tomatoes. Tomatoes. I'm going back to my apartment. To maybe, know. You know, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's the epitome of cool to me. I've always wanted to live in an apartment block in Manhattan. Oh, me too, in like a warehouse conversion? No, not as cool as that. Just, an, just a boring apartment block. Just a, just a square, boxy apartment block. And then you could say that you live on, like, 13th and 29th. Yeah. That's, that's my it. dream, to be like, oh, I'm in, I'm in New York for a bit. I'm staying on yeah. 15th Avenue. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I don't know if that. they actually make sense what I just said, but I hear people saying... Yeah, 13th and 29th. No, 13th and 29th. There isn't a 13th. Um, How do you know that? Because th- well, there aren't 13 avenues, are there? Are there? Yeah. I don't know. There's 11? Are there 12? Tom, how much time have you spent in New York? Well, a long time. I don't mind telling you. I've stayed with my friend Lily a number of times. Oh, I'm very jealous. Well, you've been there a few times now, haven't you, Jim? Just the once. Just the once. so cool. You do feel cool when you're there. I'm hoping to go back. I love it. I was in Old York at the weekend. I mean, to be honest, I think New York could probably drop the new... Yeah, everyone knows about it. No one's going to get them confused. I mean, Old York doesn't have an airport. It's got a railway museum and a minster. Like, they're absolutely obsessed with making it old-fashioned. Like, all the shops have, like, ye old-fashioned writing, don't they? Yeah, it is a bit like that in York. In old York. How was York? It was very nice, thank you. I didn't get a chance to go to Betty's Tea Room, the famous tea room. Everyone loses their mind about it. Everyone loses their mind about it. It's like the cat's deli of York. Um, And uh, it's just cakes. I didn't go there. I did have a look in Zara, trying to find a suit for this wedding, but I didn't find one. Um, did you go to Diagon Alley? What's it called? So there's there's an there's a little tiny road in York that's like behind all the oldie worldy shops. Oh right, what's in and there? And it's cobbled street, oh. and it's got all these little little tiny shops like sort of jutting out. Anyway, it's a oh. place where they filmed part of Harry Potter, oh, and it was called really? Diagon Alley, and it's oh. this alleyway that's in I think it's in the Muggles world. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen and as you walk through, Hagrid taps on the wall and it opens up and it goes into a different sort of world. Oh, all of that. All, all of that. All that carry on. Oh, all of that carry on. Oh, no, I See, didn't get that. I was very into Harry Potter. Were now, you? that's one of those things when you're like, a geek's cool? Is it cool, is it cool to be geeky now? Well, that is cool now. Everybody, everybody would read Harry Potter now, I think. I think that's sort of, we live in an age when it's cool, which is lovely, actually, lovely to be enthusiastic about something. When I was at school, I was ashamed to be enthusiastic about something because I always felt like... Oh, any, anything other than football? Yeah. The only thing, football and like maybe a band. Yeah, and Oasis, yeah. Yes. Oasis Even Oasis over Blur, because Oasis felt like they were slightly more like... Like they felt a bit more downbeat. That was yeah, nice Blur a bit happy. Whereas Blur a bit more like... Holding on for tomorrow was a bit more upbeat. 
It was. I liked. I preferred Blur. Yeah, luckily, I'm like, why didn't I like Blur? They're, clearly, that's the band for me. That was clearly. Been, clearly. Um. So yeah, that uh, yeah, it was it was very difficult to be cool growing up, but now, now you can be who you want to be. Do you think that's still true of school children, or do you think that it's an age thing? Do you I think wonder. times have changed, or do you think we've changed? I think we're maybe a, b- a bit more aware of like what it is to be a, a person in certain certain ways, but I don't know. I think it's probably still difficult for quite a lot of young people now. Mm. I always find it very brave and impressive when people come out at school. Oh my god, yeah. Not not that like, I wouldn't. I was definitely not brave enough to do that, and it wouldn't have been right for me. But I have my friend uh, Paula. She came out when we were, well, before I knew her, when she was at school. And was just, I just remember thinking, oh, my God, you're so brave. Oh, that is brave. Um, yeah, yeah, that is really brave. I would have been too scared. But in a way, I, it would have been great for me. But it just wasn't something that I was allowed to consider. You know what I mean? There wasn't the space given to that. There wasn't, like, anybody going, like, your sexuality is a really important part of who you are. It's okay to be whoever you want. Like, it was none of that. Oh, God, no, not at all. Do your sats and shut up. Do your sats and shut up, yeah. Basically. Was it like that at your school then, or was it a bit more easy for... Well, my school was Catholic, so it was even... Oh, I didn't know that, actually. The gays were going to hell. Well, look at you now. Not in hell. Rolling in the deep. Oh, no, that's not how that song goes. And no, that's not but it was a nice... Nice, nice to have a little sing-song, sure. Oh, I like a bit of a sing-song. Uh... But yeah, that must was that difficult. Did they used to say like gays are going to hell and all that? Not as explicitly as that, but it was it was not. It wasn't encouraged. You know, to have like classes that were like, I guess P. Did you used to call it PHSE, Personal Health and Social Education? Uh, PSE, Personal and Social Education. Yeah. Right. Sure. So, um, and there would be like we'd have like uh, I don't know, they call it like critical discussion or something like that. Oh yeah. Where you talk about like abortion or gay rights or human rights. Oh right. And it would always be like, yeah, like you shouldn't be horrible to gays, but also don't be one. Oh really? Was that the message? From That's Sister the message Agnes? I got. Was that your teacher? Was I like, don't worry, I'm not. Stop saying I am. Oh. Jeez, why is everyone looking at me? Wow. Um, <laughs> was that was Sister Agnes your form tutor? No, her name wasn't Sister Agnes. It was Sister Anne. Sister Anne. Sister Anne and Sister Joan. Sister Joan, nice, nice name. They were Joan. both miserable bitches. I was going to say, were they bitches? Oh, such Sister miserable bitches. cows! Oh no! But uh, the, there was uh, Sister Anne broke her arm, and the rumor was that she was finishing off the communion wine as she walked down the stairs and slipped. What an outrageous rumor to spread! Especially because oh. I think communion wine is generally non-alcoholic. Oh, is that right? I think so. Oh, what I did our GCSE, but. There you go. Oh, My so friend strange. Catherine, who is uh, uh, had fathers a is oh. in, sort of involved in the Catholic Church. Oh, she was saying that at their local church, they now have gluten free wafers. What? Yeah, that's right. That's so hilarious. Not only you can change the body and blood of Christ. Oh my goodness! You can now also <laughs> get it gluten free. Oh, that's great if you're if you're worried about bloating. <laughs> but how big are they? They're like that big. Well, some people... I always think, like, why are they wafers? They're so boring. Like, why not make it bread? That's or what chocolate. During REGCSE. Um, or chocolate oh. wafers. Yeah, like a chocolate wafer with a, with a sip of red wine. Lovely. Mm, wouldn't that be lovely? Or some crackers with cheese on it? Oh, lovely. Or some hummus. That feels quite Middle Eastern. I think Jesus might have had that on the Last Supper. He probably had hummus and tzatziki. Tzatziki, you think? Olive. A bit of a Greek... Oh, a bit of an olive. 
<laughs> and what olive was, and wine. What else do you think they would have had? What, the Last Supper? Yes. Fish. Big into fish, wasn't he? Big into fish. He loved a bit of fish. Just one portion, thanks. And they were like, what do you mean? There's 13 of us. No, no one's fine. You haven't seen what you can do. Got a, got a little trick. Yeah, I bet they did. Ooh. I think his first trick was to get rid of the tablecloth and keep everything on there. Oh, I bet he did that. And then the second trick was all the fish. Oh, yes, I bet he did all the fish. I really, ha- I, if we've got any uh, religious friends listening, I hope that we've not offended you. No, I think it's fine to explore, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Magic Jesus. Magic Jesus. The Magic Jesus. Um, Jesus. The Magic of Jesus. Sounds like a great album, doesn't it, that maybe a, a Christian rock band would play? Yeah. If you're, if you're familiar with the Christian rock genre. Ooh. I'm not hugely familiar with it, but I know that it exists because when we were at school, yes. a, Catholic rock, a Catholic rock group came to our school. Oh, those missionary groups. Oh, my God. I remember there was one that came I'll in. Tell you what, they didn't care about looking cool. They did not, and they were not. They couldn't have given a shit. <laughs> I did feel sorry for them, though. Those Christian groups used to come into our school. There was one man who came in. Everybody said he looked like Julia. And Julia, who was like, Julia? Julia was just a girl in a year. Poor Julia. Poor Julia. And then they started singing, and everybody thought it was just the funny. I just remember having, you know, when you, it was one of the best experiences of laughing. You know, when you're not supposed to. Oh God, amazing. So funny. And then like Mr. Pinder, who was the head of the year above us, actually not very good as a head of year, according to Mrs. Miller, who was our head of year. But um, Mr. Pinder started laughing as well. So we. Oh, that's <laughs> very difficult. Times. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I, there's nothing better than getting the giggles. Oh, it's the best in a serious environment. <gasps> oh, Tony I and I got. Oh, Tony and I got the giggles a little while ago because we, one of our yoga instructors <laughs> says she, she repeats herself in a funny sort of way, and it's she, she's an excellent teacher, but she just sort of says this funny phrase every time, and we were hysterical. What does she say? Well, there's this thing that you do in yoga, which is called ujjayi breath, and it's basically just breathing really heavily, like. <laughs> <laughs> breathing really I don't know if you can hear that listeners. sound yes. heavily in and out yeah it's, you didn't want panting from Scott but anyway yes you cut off you like you close your throat a little bit oh right and it's to make you slow everything down oh. okay so anyway they call it ocean sounding but <laughs> she says oceanic sounding like sound what <laughs> But the thing is, she obviously says that. She must teach, like, maybe 15 classes a week. She's just forgotten that she doesn't make any sense. So she just doesn't realise that she makes any, doesn't make any sense. So then Tony and I are in class together, and a couple of weeks previously, we'd been like, oceanic sounding like sound? <laughs> and sort of started saying it to each other in jest. Anyway, then she oh, no. said it. Oh, no. And I just heard Tony go, oh. And then once Tony had she sort of made this weird sort of, like, foghorn, like, Huh. Noise. <laughs> and you got to remember, the whole class is silent. Oh, I bet they are. I bet they take it's it like to be seriously. three people, or like hands in prayer position, eyes closed, taking in the moment. Me, oh ta- like I had tears rolling down my face and dripping off of my chin. <laughs> I was completely hysterical. I would have been. The teacher then realised she's really nice. She's lovely and an excellent, excellent yoga teacher. But she's very laid back as well. So she just sort of saw us having the giggles and just sort of thought to herself, this is fine. Don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Just ignore it, which we did. But it was oh, it's so exhilarating. Oh, I bet. Oh, it's I so bet. funny. Oh, I bet. Me and my mum used to do it as well. I remember when I, I used to have classical singing lessons. Oh, great. To have fun. 
I, uh, the teacher who was like quite posh was trying to ex- like make me sing sort of like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and my mum just sort of went, <laughs> <laughs> they love then, that, don't they? A bit of singing teachers, they love a bit of, ooh, ooh, ooh. like they, love, they don't realize how stupid you look when you do that, and then they went like, come on, do it properly. If you're like, it's such a ridiculous noise to make if you're not. If you're a really raw person and really posh. Yeah, maybe you make like, that noise all the time. But like, as a sort of, you know, don't know, it just felt very silly. Yeah. See, that wasn't cool, having classical singing lessons as a teenager. No, it's not very cool, is it? All those people think, used to c- carry around a clarinet, I always think that's the uncool. Clarinet is the least yeah. cool. Do you know what I love seeing people carrying around? What? A cello. Oh, so... yes, the closest to the human voice. And I, oh, is that right? Apparently. And I always think... You must be really good at that yeah. to carry it around. It must be your job to carry it around, oh, right? But Natalie, it might not be your job around. to carry it around. <laughs> like playing the cello must be the haulage. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I love seeing it. But it's one of those things, isn't it? Everybody can laugh at you at school. You're a concert cellist now. Who's laughing? Well, probably you and Tony are. But in... me and Tony will still be laughing. But... but oh, imagine being a concert cellist. Oh, I mean, it's it's thin pickings, but yeah, not that many. Not that many solos for you, but... No, but I still think it would be a... Oh, yeah, string quartets and that. I always think it must be a nice job to be in an orchestra in a West End theatre. Yes, I think they're quite drunk, aren't they? Oh, is that right? Oh, I I like them even more. I heard stories about how they would time it so they knew exactly, like, they could finish their pint as the announcement was being made, could run across the road, get into position in the orchestra pit and be ready to go on the first note. Oh, wow, I love that. I think they love all that. Don't they when I saw Cabaret in the West End, because mm. it's like, you know, Cabaret's all a bit saucy, isn't it? When they, they're, they're, um, the orchestra were, was above the stage on like oh, a... Oh, lovely, I like that. And they went up to them and they all, there was one bit where they all, all the men just had their trousers off. Oh. And they had their boxes on. Oh, that sounds fun. Because it, it, right at the beginning when MC's like, even our musicians are raunchy. <laughs> Flash of light on them and they were like... <laughs> Great. Great. Oh, I'd like to go out with a trombonist. Now... Um, Tromboner? Yeah, why not? Um, now, we've got to come to an end, dear. We do, Tom. We're done. We've overdone our time, as always. We've gone over. But um, have a, keep having a lovely time in Pompeii. And, Thanks. Um, it's so lovely to talk to you on this warm day. Thank you for keeping us all cool. And um, oh, yes. And can I just say? Oh, we have some really lovely messages to our email address, which is likemindedfriends oh. at Yahoo. No, not Yahoo. Where am I living in the nineties? Like my chat to likemindedfriends at gmail.com. Chat to likemindedfriends at gmail.com. Thank you so much. You've got in touch. We will respond to you. Uh, as you know, we've been in Edinburgh, so it's all been really, really busy. But the messages have come through and they have been lovely. And thank you so much. So and nice. um, thank you very so much. delighted that so many of you enjoy the podcast. So we really appreciate that. Oh, well, yes, absolutely, Susie. And um, also, uh, we should say the tour is starting soon. Um, Woo! We would love to see you there. Um, details of it can be found on my website, tomindeed.com forward slash shows or susieruffle.co.uk. Yeah, and my website's been spruced up, Tom. Oh, yes. Have a look. Have a gander. Uh, Chris uh, has done a lovely job on that. Um, and um, do come and see us. The first date Portsmouth has sold out. but um, and, and the first, and Brighton has sold out. We've added an extra date to 15th, on the 15th of December. The other ones yep. are selling 
Uh, and I don't think we will be adding extra dates to those. So do make sure you get your tickets. We would love to see you there. Um, in the meantime... Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And um, keep cool and keep, uh, keep being gay or uh, a friend of gays or near gays. All those things. All those things. Have a great week. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks so much. We'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. 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 Bye